Easter season in your homeschool. Hello, I'm Paula Siskanik, the host of the Catholic Homeschool Community. There is just so much order and rhythm when I prepare and celebrate Lent, and that now in this glorious season of Easter, I feel like I've lost my footing. I live in the northeastern part of the United States, and the beauty of springtime abounds. Nature screams of the glory of beginnings, renewal, and a budding forth from the darkness of winter. It all seems to resonate towards this new season of life, of Easter. The days are getting longer, the warmth of the sun feels restorative, and yet I'm still in need of some spiritual direction. Well, thank goodness help is here. In an Easter homily given by the late Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, he talked of the many symbols of Easter. The light of longer days reminds us of the light of Christ, bringing new life out of the darkness of chaos. Spring rains or water call to mind the cleansing of Lent and baptism, as well as Christ descending into the waters of death. And with rising, he gives us new life. If we allow ourselves to be touched by life itself, we are drawn to rejoicing and singing Alleluia. I pulled out my well-worn copy of a long out-of-print book called The 50 Days of Easter for the Christian Family, written by Teresa Zepeda, Zepeda and Lori Navarre-Gill. It was a way to remind myself of the rhythm of the Easter season that is set out by our beautiful church. You know, we could do something so simple. We can just begin by continuing to greet everyone we meet with an Easter greeting, reminding our friends, our neighbors, that Easter just began and continues for the entire Easter season. Yes, it continues for an entire 50 days. You know, at this week's uh, rosary in the Catholic homeschool community, one of the members mentioned that her parish priest calls out to his congregation. He says, Christ is truly risen. And then he waits for the response from the congregation. He is truly risen indeed. Love that, don't you? How about we try that out? How about we have our family members greet everyone with a joyful alleluia to you? And what about Easter traditions? Well, you know, not so very long ago, it was a tradition to wear new Easter clothes all Easter week. Well, this may not be very economical or practical, but couldn't we make a simple intention to change up our clothing attire to fit the season? To even just add one beautiful Easter color or symbol or new item to our wardrobe? I know that... All the Easter he- egg hunts probably seem to be over, but you know, maybe you can still host a gathering in your own backyard with family or friends or go on a picnic together during the Easter season. You know, there's no reason why you could not even make cookies in the shapes of all the Easter symbols as a treat for your neighbors and friends. A gentle reminder of the season. You know, in many countries, there still is the devotion during Easter week to go visit the cemeteries, giving a time to pray for the deceased and for their coming into glory with the risen Christ. 
Here's a prayer that uh, my family often says at the end of grace at every meal. It's a reminder to pray for those who've departed. It's also an important spiritual work of mercy. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of the faithful departed rest in peace. Amen. Perhaps there's even a local shrine or just a beautiful church in your local area that you as a family can take as a small pilgrimage during this Easter season. Invite another parish family who's never had the chance to take a little pilgrimage and pack a picnic lunch or stop at a local place for dessert with the family. You know, the idea of taking pilgrimages is something that seems to be out of fashion these days. Too bad, because, you know, what a lovely opportunity during these 50 days of Easter to rekindle the joy in meditating on the glory of God as we visit a beautiful shrine or church that's devoted to a beloved saint. You know, so many local churches or shrines offer their beauty and show how those who built it gave from their hearts to glorify God by their handiwork and craftsmanship within that church. The Easter journey has many weeks. We did say 50 days. And did you know that each week of Easter has a special significance? Yes, it is kind of an unfolding of the story of God's mercy and his love in his gift of resurrection. It unfolds each week, taking us through Acts of the Apostles as we move towards the Ascension and finally to Pentecost. Divine Mercy Sunday is this week, the second week of Easter. There are so many awesome resources from an order devoted to the Divine Mercy, the Marians of the Immaculate Conception. This year, we follow cycle A of the Gospels, which means that on the third Sunday of Easter, we traditionally have a great reminder of the disciples who met Jesus on the road to Emmaus. I so love this reading, especially how it ties in with the holy sacrifice of the Mass and how we can recognize God in the breaking of the bread. It also helps us to remind us that we need to model the gift of hospitality. So host a brunch after Mass this Sunday. On the fourth Sunday, it is known as Good Shepherd Sunday. Jesus is the door to the sheepfold. It is only through him that we can find salvation. How about listening to some beautiful music written with the Good Shepherd in mind to lead us towards the beautiful and the true? In the blog, I have some links to songs. There's Shepherd of Souls by Sister Agnes and Lord is My True Shepherd by Joseph Moore. I also include some coloring pages for the little ones of the Good Shepherd and even some recommendations of books. That brings us to the fifth Sunday of Easter, where we hear in the gospel, Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to them, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. Let's spend this week focusing on our path. Jesus is the clear path to the true and to a life in Christ that we are all called to, a call to holiness, even in our day-to-day, even in our homeschools. 
I found some delightful resources, and the links are in the blog article on catholichomeschool.online or in the Catholic Homeschool community. So now on the 6th, that brings me to the 6th Sunday of Easter, and that's when we hear how Jesus explains to us that if we love him, we will keep his commandments. He also promises the coming of the Holy Spirit, a little hint of what's to come. We follow in anticipation for Pentecost, and I include a video for children on the Ten Commandments. So that brings us to the seventh week of Easter, which is the Ascension of the Lord. It comes 40 days after the resurrection. I remember it well as Ascension Thursday. Maybe many of you do as well. But now it is moved to that following Sunday in many parts of the world. I promise to follow up with another blog just on the Ascension and Pentecost, the birth of the church, because, well, there's just way too many good ways to celebrate these beautiful holy days with family. Let's continue this conversation. Let me know what you will be doing this Easter season and relax. You've got 50 days. Please join me in the Catholic homeschool community where we are building Catholic culture in our homeschool journeys. May God bless you abundantly.